Celebrating the world's biggest and greatest singing competition. You're listening to the Eurovision Showcase on Forest FM. This is Linda Woodruff, the official spokesperson for the Eurovision Broadcasting Union, the EBU. You're listening to the Eurovision Showcase on Forest FM. It's amazing! Quinn from Ireland. You are listening to Eurovision Showcase on Forest FM. Enjoy! Good evening and welcome to the Eurovision Showcase, a special reaction podcast from the 2021 Eurovision Song Contest and it is the very first semi-final results. So to just recap, Rob, would you like to read out the countries that have qualified for Saturday, the 22nd of May's grand final? Certainly can. They are Norway, Israel, Russia, Azerbaijan, Malta, Lithuania, Cyprus, Sweden, Belgium, and Ukraine. Yes, that is right, dear. Now, we had a, just over two hours of pure entertainment from the Rotterdam Ahoy in the Netherlands. And um, what did you think of the show overall? It was really good. I had a slightly different vibe to it than normal. Maybe it was because it was a bit lower key because of the fact that there's less people in the audience. But it was an amazing show. I was really impressed with it. And I think... The fact that we've got a live audience again is just wonderful. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. It's such a good feeling. Such a good feeling. And I know, yes, there's only 3,500 people in there, but you didn't really feel like the place was empty at all, did you? It lo- I was expecting there to be pockets of people kind of together, like almost like in bubbles. Mm. But they were all sat, like they would normally be sat. I'm assuming everyone had to take COVID tests. So it was yes. really good that yeah. there was no social distancing as such in this. So it felt like a full arena, which was lovely. Yeah. I mean, and that was the the main thing that I took from that. It's just like it, it felt such a really nice vibe just yeah. to see some sort of normality again after 15 months. Yeah, yeah, I felt that. It was nice. It was nice to see it. It felt like a normal a normal contest. It would have been weird, I think, had there not been an audience. It wouldn't have felt like a Eurovision Song Contest. It would have felt... No. It would have just felt strange. But I felt sorry for the Australian people, delegation, who couldn't travel over for obvious reasons. Um, and I don't know whether that let them down, That they, but they, I personally don't, didn't think it was going to qualify because I didn't think the song was very good. Mm. Um, so I'm um, not massively surprised it didn't qualify, but I did feel she was at a disadvantage. Well, as you brought it up, we probably should talk about it now. Yeah, Montaigne, Technicolor, the song is hyper-pop. The song is, is that genre. It's a genre that none of us, I don't think any of us in Europe or anywhere around the world, uh, are familiar with and it is a brand new genre which um, has gained some traction on in Australia apparently 
Uh, but um, it, it this is a completely different thing, bringing it to the Eurovision, certainly. Um, and I think we can probably say that the experiment didn't really work. No, I don't think it did work. And I think her song last year was better. And I know you were disappointed with this entry based on that you were expecting something as good as last year's song. Yeah, definitely. I, I loved last year's song. And it was just a shame that... Um, it wasn't sort of the same vibe, though I could appreciate Montaigne wanted to uh, perform a song and sing a song which she felt comfortable with and um, that she wanted to send to Eurovision. So, oh, yeah. you know, got to let bygones be bygones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think her not being there possibly put her at a disadvantage as well. Uh, see, I, I don't know if that was the case. I think it's more down to the song than anything. But, yeah, you could be right. Maybe. I mean... Maybe. I, I guess it's hard to say, but she didn't have the same audience experience that the others would have had, which I think is important in a Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, yeah, I think you were right there. Um, plus, there's not many traditional friends for Australia in this semi-final, other than Ireland and Sweden that give them relative amount of points. Um, well, there's no UK, for example. <laughs> so, um, certainly the televote probably wouldn't be there but if they were in the second semi-final they probably would have been okay um right so we'll start at the top of the qualifier oh as we're going from the ones who missed out is there any others who you would wish to talk about like ireland in particular ireland i'm not surprised based on the performance nor romania both of them who had really weak performances which was a shame because they were both good songs especially ireland but the performance was odd and they threw far too much at it it just didn't work and she was overwhelmed with things and she didn't sing it very well i have to say and nor did romania she sang it really poorly as well um i'm really surprised croatia didn't qualify that was the one that was a big shocker because that was sung well it was a good song it was catchy it was very eurovision it was people thought it was going to do really well so that was really surprising i'm not surprised that slovenia didn't not that i didn't like it but because it was just a very kind of forgettable song same with north macedonia and what was the other one that didn't qualify i guess show my memory is awful <laughs> what was the North Macedonia didn't qualify? What was the other one that didn't qualify? Oh God, Rob, you got me now. I hate it when you do that. <laughs> um, no, you don't do it on purpose. Um, but it, certainly, when it comes to Ireland, I thought this song, the song, it was so convoluted, wasn't it? It was just, it, it wasn't going to work. Um, which is such a shame. It's such a shame. Um, no, we've got. So the ones that didn't qualify, Slovenia, Australia, North Macedonia. Oh, Australia, we already talked about Australia. Yes. Yes, that was why. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, you're, you're trying to catch me out, dear. Rude. So. <clears throat> so. I mean, I'm really, I mean, I think the ones that qualified were the ones I was expecting apart from Norway. I thought Norway would struggle and because of its, it was a bit odd the way he was dressed and a lot of people might find it a bit of a joke entry. Um, so that's the one I'm surprised did qualify, but yeah, yeah, I mean definitely Norway. I thought it was so niche and uh, such a, a performance which was so jarring. And not only that, the song's very '90s boy mm. band esque. You know, it's it didn't really make much sense to me though with that going through. Though I love Tix's backstory, as we all know. Maybe the the commentators. I know uh, Sarah Cox and. Uh, and, um, and Scott Mills didn't even mention it, the fact that he's got Tourette's and... Oh, I didn't know 
Oh, you didn't know either? Oh, right, yeah. He's got Tourette, so he wears the sunglasses um, to help to help him concentrate. But you saw towards the end of his performance that he took them off. Mm. Um, but you could see, bless him, his eyes were twitching because he's got a tick. That's why it's called ticks. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh... Yeah, nice play on words there. Um, yeah, so poor, poor guy. Um, well, not poor guy. Congratulations to him. He's got through. So well done, yeah, Norway. Yeah. Well, you've you've um, shown the Kano fans what yes, for, haven't you? That's true. I'm, I, the one I'm dead chuffed about is Belgium. Love that song. Underrated. It's a really good song. It's the kind of song I would buy as a. It reminds me of, I always say this to Kieran, it reminds me of a band called Goldfrap, which are a British band, which Kieran, they introduced Kieran to Goldfrap. I, I, I'm sorry, out of touch, as you know. Hooperphonic reminds me of that, and I love that song. I think performance of the night by absolute mile was Cyprus. She performed the hell out of it, I think she did. And the other one that I think performed amazingly well, actually, was Lithuania. They And Malta, the three of them are probably the best performances, I think. But Cyprus, for me, was the top performer. We watched that, you just there going... That was almost, not quite, but almost as good as Fuego, which was one of the best performances Eurovision has ever had, I think. Yeah, I got real big chills when Alina took to the stage yeah. there um, to sing El Diablo. I mean, it, it made me laugh how Scott Mills in the commentary, oh my God, thought that El Diablo was translated from Spanish into English as church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, where did he get that? Um, I love Scott. I've met him, a, met him a couple of times through the Eurovision, didn't we? We yeah. bumped into him in 2016 and in the, the airport. airport in Orlando, Stockholm. Um, and he's a local from down here in South Hampshire. Hampshire. He's originally from Southampton, yeah. Um, and he used to work at um, Ocean and Power FM down in oh. Sedgensworth in Fairham. Yes. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I think, God, guys, you know, sort your facts out. <laughs> I'm sure R- Rylan would never have got that because he's one of us. Anyway, I mean, so <laughs> I mean, there's a couple of songs that aren't my taste, but I but I think they deserve to qualify because they were good performances and they had a good. So Russia, I don't particularly care for the song. That's purely oh, my own. I love Russia. My own personal taste, but I like the singer. I think she's quirky. I like the performance. It was fun. Um, and I think it had a good message. So I just, well, the, the song isn't something I would choose to listen to, but I'm pleased it went through because it deserved to for, on that basis. The other one I didn't like is Ukraine. I don't like the Ukrainian song at all. It's not your bag, it's is it? It's not my bag at all. And I understand that, but That's I mean, different. For, for, for me, and I think for, for many a Eurovision fan, I think it's one of those songs which you would dance crazy to um, yeah. uh, in a mosh pit. <laughs> And everybody's got their hands up, and then we're all just jumping because we're going crazy. I I, I love the fi- love it because it's um, Ukrainian folk music revved up to 120 max, you know, crazy time. But it it works so well, I think, and the performance. I loved I loved the performance, so that all worked out well. Um, one of my personal favourites also from the night would have been Israel, actually. Now I know you weren't really keen on Eden Allen's uh, last vocal bit because <laughs> you thought it was a bit more a bit Mariah Carey-ish it, as in going up to that high B note Israel's one of those songs I must confess I couldn't remember how it went before the show so most songs 
I listened to them so often I, I remember them because we all played them in the car or whatever. But that one I couldn't think about what, how, how it went, which is never a good sign for a song. So I was a bit so. so no. I, but actually, <laughs> she performed it well. She's got a fantastic voice. It was catchy on the night. It was well performed. But yes, I thought those particularly odd little high notes at the very end didn't work and I think that was just kind of there for a bit of a gimmick it didn't go with the song at all um, I don't see why they were there just apart from just to show off her voice well that's basically but it really it didn't fit with the song it wasn't like it was part of the song it was just her going ah, ah. it just didn't sound it sounded <laughs> completely out of it didn't sound right it didn't sound like it was part of the song it just sounded like it was added in for a gimmick so I didn't particularly like that um, but she's got a load of charisma, isn't oh, she? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. She generally, she was really, you, you could see the emotion on, on her face. Um, um, I mean, the surefire qualifiers tonight, the ones that I had no doubt they were going to go through, were Malta, um, Lithuania, the cat's meowing. Sorry, Stanley's <laughs> coming to say hello. Sorry, uh, we, don't us- us- we don't usually have him on the radio yeah, for the obvious other, reasons. The other cat's fast asleep. Holly's fast asleep. Um, Lithuania, Malta, Cyprus, Sweden, I think with the four that would pretty much guaranteed to go through sweden always does and actually it was a good song but as i said to, as i said to kieran earlier on the one thing about sweden that bugs me to a slight degree is that apart from last year where they didn't where we didn't go obviously they have sent single male singers every year since 2015 it's a very similar product they send to eurovision every single year um and that's getting a bit boring because they always send the same kind of song and the same kind of singer. But today's, uh, don't get me wrong, it's a good song. No, I'm not disputing that, dear. I'm disputing the fact that um, (sighs) the casual Eurovision viewer will not notice that trend. I know, I know. But it's just something that bugs me a little bit. That they... yeah, well, yes, it does for all all of us Eurovision fans. I th- I think like the majority of us now, um, like I'd say 80, 90 percent of us will find that really annoying because we know Sweden have got such a great diverse music scene, which Tusa is part of it, in my personal opinion. Um, but they've got so many amazing female singers they've got also amazing uh male singers who's always sing in swedish or in a sami language too like jon henrik falgren for example mm. um or magnus carlson you know uh who sang sings in, Eng- in english and swedish all the time but then you've got sanna nielson i mean she's not participating yeah. anymore but you know what i mean got victoria mariette list goes on um i think i think for me that's it was a good i don't get wrong i really like the song i don't i'm not disputing the song is a good song and he sang it really well and he deserved to go through brilliant all that kind of stuff but that is a song that could have been sung by monzel Melo, could have been sung by um it's ri- it was written by the writers of heroes well, exactly and it could have been sung by robin bengson it had it was any of the swedish male singers they sent in the last few years it could have easily just you could have blinked and it could have been them on stage singing it because it was exactly the same sort of no that's not it's just it's just the same format sweden need to change it up a little bit yeah yeah that's fair enough ski um azerbaijan azerbaijan for me i felt a little bit let down by their performance but until towards the very end i was like oh this is this is working there's a bit more energy into it but i felt the choreography was just a bit what else are they going to do? But when they hit on the pyro, I felt like there was a big gear change and made me sit up and think, oh, 
actually putting some effort into it now. That's my own personal opinion, but I love the song. I like it. Azerbaijan's a kind of song that Brits, I think British public only hear at Eurovision. It wouldn't be the kind of song that you would have played in United. It's just not the kind of song that would be played on our radio. It's a good kind of song. It feels Eastern European. It feels like part of the world, which is a good thing. It's not something um, I'm a huge fan of. But sounds more mili- Middle Eastern. Sounds Turkish. Yeah, all that kind of thing. However, I yeah. think opposite to you actually I was pleasantly surprised by it I think she sang it excellently and I think it deserved to qualify no she did sing it well she did sing it well um just to mention Russia loved Russia we already touched on that earlier on Malta Destiny my god that voice amazing and she pulled it out today I would yeah I quietly think that could win the contest oh yes I do now after seeing that and watching her vocal. Yeah. Uh, listening to her vocal. Can you watch a vocal? Listening to that vocal. My God, the power she has and the preciseness of that song. Now, I, I feel a little bit deflated in a way about the song because it builds up and then it just goes down a little bit after that. Uh, and when she says, Jumakas, and then they do the... And I like that. But I feel like it, it needs to go higher or something, you know? So I'm building it all the way up and then it just slowly trickles down a bit. But I'm probably reading into it far too much. Uh, she looks amazing. I love her body confidence. And for an 18-year-old girl, you go get them, girl. Yeah, and it also to me has a bit of that Me Too movement about it. A bit like What's a Face yes. from Israel, who's Netta, that's it. That kind of, I mean, that, don't get me wrong, Malta song this year was phenomenally better than Toy, which was one of my. <laughs> you stupid boy. One of, I think, one of the worst <laughs> Eurovision winners we've had in a long time. Anyway, that's that's my own personal opinion. Um, but Malta, this, I think, is good. I think it would be lovely for Malta to win. I, I think I said to you it was one of the best songs Malta have sent, the strongest songs Malta has sent. For a long time. When would you say was the last time Malta really pulled it out of the bag? Well, I really liked their song a couple of years ago, um, uh, Chameleon. Oh, from Michaela. I'd say the last song from Malta that I think really stood out for me mm. was, uh, oh goodness me, two, uh, Sweden 2016. It was. Um, oh, Ira Yes. Um, oh, Walk on Water. Yeah, Walk on Water. That's the one that I really like that. Um, that song was probably the last one that I think stood out. I know you really liked 2018's entry, didn't you? Oh, Taboo. No, it's the one before that, 2017. 2017, yeah. <laughs> taboo was just odd. <laughs> Christabel, God love you. If you're listening to this, we love you, but um, yeah, darling. The dancing it in the box with the animals around just seems strange. In, 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 in <laughs> the tight, the t- Black Panthers. No, it didn't work. Yeah, I'm sorry, darling, it didn't work. Yeah. For obviously, it didn't qualify. But yeah. anyway, um, Lithuania is my number one of the whole year and still is at this moment in time. Um, Lithuania, I think, uh, I, th- I think, I think uh, these ones, I think there's a chance that three of these ones could be in the top five. I think um, Nolta, Cyprus and Lithuania could all make the top five this year. Um, I think... Uh, France will as well. I really I, I, ones you have you won't have heard, but well, you might have heard them if you. But um, uh, Switzerland, which is next, which is on Thursday, is a cracking tune as well. Although judging from the um, bits that I've seen of the performance, he's wearing a particularly strange kind of body suit, which I don't think looks good at all. He's like wearing a blouse and yeah, and like flowy black 
trousers slash mm. pants for American listeners. It doesn't work at all. Um, San Marino is going to be an interesting song because I, I don't dislike it. There's a lot of hype around San Marino, but what bugs me about San Marino's song is this odd bit of rap in it that to me doesn't... <laughs> they, they, it happened with um with uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina in 2016. And oh gosh, it's nothing like that. No, well, you say that, but I think it is because you had this kind of this song. That was towards the end when it jarred. Then a bit of rap in it. Well, I, I don't think it works in songs that aren't rap to have this bit of rap. That worries me about San Marino that people are, I personally think it, I find that jarring in a song that's not a rap song. So that let it down for me significantly when actually on the base of it, it would have been a good song. Um, but I think it will qualify. Uh, Gotta hope so. Let's see what happens. Oh. If they managed to qualify with Say Na 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 from Sir Hat 2019 mm. or, and Valentina in 2014, then. Oh, that was terrible. God, this has got to do it. Um, other than that, uh, what would I like to mention about Cypress? Again, I concur with you completely with Cypress. I thought the, I got chills about mm. that. And um, I got texts from my brothers, Brendan and Niall, uh, saying to me, <laughs> texting me, said, that's a Lady Gaga ripoff. <laughs> Actually, I can see that, definitely. <laughs> of uh, Bad Romance, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, bad Romance or Alejandro or a mixture of the two. But I think, yeah, I think, I said, apart from Norway, which was the surprise for me that went through, I think the other ones were all ones I was expecting to qualify. Belgium, loved, um, and great to see them qualifying. And Ukraine, as we mentioned earlier. Belgium, I was, was, fingers crossed it would qualify. I wasn't 100% sure it would, because I was worried it might get a bit lost, but it didn't, and I'm chuffed a bit. Yeah. Um, With all of the wrap-up that you mentioned, Rob, about the non-qualifiers, I just want to say that I loved Vasile's performance. Again, that gave me goosebumps. I'm really sad he didn't qualify. Uh, I loved Leslie's vocal. I thought she sang really well, um, personally, I thought. But the performance towards the end, it should have still been in that cinematic thing. Um, that cinematic thing, performance dot, move away from it. And then you could see all the apparatus that were used for it. I, that oh, ruins the illusion. And poor old Ireland, you know you can do better. Give us some Celtic stuff and I'm sure, you know, we'll love you forever and we'll, and uh, Europe will do too and mm. and vote for it. Anyways, I think it's time for us to go to bed, Rob. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> There's the proof of it. Right. So thank you, lovely listener, for tuning in. Um, remember, we'll be back here on Thursday night for another synopsis of Semi 2, where I pray to God that Denmark qualify... And Iceland qualify in particular. Um, my two favourites out of there. Um, but again, like Rob, Switzerland, I can't. I, I just I, they got they got to qualify. They got to qualify. Portugal as well. I've got to qualify. Um, love, love is on my side. But anyways, we'll get into that another time. Stanley needs attention as well, and uh, Holly's fast asleep. That's why you can't hear her. But. Take care of yourselves. I love you, Dirty. Au revoir. 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 See you Thursday night. Right here on the Eurovision Showcase. Hi, this is James Newman. I'm from the UK. And this is my song, Embers. Enjoy.
Hello, this is Jesper and Laurits, aka Fyr og Flamme from Denmark. And this is our song, Øvers på hinanden. Enjoy! Hendrik from Germany and you're listening now to my song I Don't Feel Hate which is the song I wrote <laughs> so enjoy cheers what because I don't feel hate I just feel sorry it feels so very clever whenever you find another way to burn me down but I don't feel hate I just feel sorry so you can wiggle back to me the thing it'll never wiggle back to you because I don't feel hate Online on 92.3 and 98.9 FM. You are listening to Forest FM and the Eurovision Showcase with Kieran Uri Tudiot.